Card presents Back Issue Bloodpath with your hosts, Andrew Young and Petula Neal. All the people of Gotham liked Christmas a lot, but Bob Smurd at the nuclear power plant did not. Welcome to Back Issue Bloodbath. I'm Andrew Young. I'm Petula Neal. And this week, it is our annual Christmas episode, part one. Part one, you say? Yes, I say part one because we're actually going to do two Christmas comics this year. And this, next week, it'll be a Marvel Christmas comic. This week, it's a DC Christmas comic. Why? Well, because I was like, December's a long month. I want to do two Christmas comics. Sue me. So that's what we're doing. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Exactly. It is Allegedly. Most, it is what you make it, kids. It is what you make it. And so... We decided this week we're going to do a DC comic, and we've gone all the way back to 1997. 1997 was a very good year for me. I remember 97. It's all right times. Do you remember 97? Maybe. I don't know. I was I. I'm. I was an adult already. Yeah, you would have been. You would have been probably in college. Yeah. If if college was done, it was less good. If it if I was still there, it was good. But actually, yeah, you probably would have been just done college. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I recently got invited to a nineties party and I realized, oh, I can just wear old clothes. Like I don't need to dress up in a costume. Yeah. I can just like wear at least one like old garment that I still own. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So because of that, 97 was a good year for you as well. There you Mm -hmm. go. (laughs) Oh, but yeah, this is back when Garth Ennis, wasn't super well known like he was well known enough but he was more of a like a comics fan comics fan would know him like he by that point i think he had done his work on constantine and he had started doing i think he i think preacher was on the stands by this point as well but hitman he'd been writing it for almost two years of course uh with artist uh, john mccray who we've talked about on the show before and i've interviewed great guy Hitman is one of uh, one of your favorite characters from the DC universe from that era, correct? Love it. Love this one. I'm actually rereading this thinking this is the kind of character, regardless of how things end up going with the DC film exercise experiment attempt. This is the kind of character I feel like James Gunn would love. So I'm low-key excited, hoping now. I never had hopes of Hitman ever making it to screen in any of the previous iterations of what they've done whether it's on tv or in film Hmm. but with him at the helm i feel like definitely this guy would be on a short list of characters i'm also wondering if hitman's in the new book that's coming out from stephanie williams of like basically weird dc characters okay well yeah maybe we'll check it out definitely but uh this uh issue 22 the santa contract so it's a holiday themed hitman christmas special where everything seems quiet on Christmas Eve, but all hell breaks loose when a radioactive Santa goes on a rampage through the streets of Gotham. And that radioactive Santa is a disgruntled janitor at the Gotham City power plant named Bob Smurd. And the first page, we see him already radioactive, but we get like a quick flashback on the second page to see that he was, he was an angry janitor who was unwittingly, accidentally pushed into a atomic reactor. And so 
he becomes radioactive. He crawls out and his, his touch of course burns people and destroys them. And he at first thinks when he has this power before he kills anybody, Oh my God, I survived. I'm going to be like a superhero. I have superpowers. But then he accidentally kills the person in front of him. And somebody says, those are more like supervillain powers. And so he goes, Hey, you're right. And he starts killing all of them because after a- he puts on his Santa suit, because he also doesn't like Christmas. So yeah. yeah. So yeah. he has a costume that fits his whole vibe. It's basically bad Santa. If he could irradiate people yeah. instead of get up to criminal shenanigans. Pretty much. Now on the other side of town, you got Tommy and Nat and they're, they're drinking at the bar, but they're kind of drinking their sorrows away because they got no money. They have zero dollars, and because they have zero dollars, they can't buy gifts for their loved ones. And so they're sitting there just having a couple of drinks. And they, of course, the uh, the bartender tells them, you got to go listen, that the kids are singing at the orphanage. I used to do it with the nun there before she was a nun. He, of course, doesn't say that. That comes out later. But it's like, we got to support them. And it's there that Tommy gets a call that they have a gig. A Christmas miracle. A Christmas miracle. The power plant wants them to quietly off the radioactive Santa so that this does not get out to all the press and everything. By the time they catch him, though, I'm pretty sure the damage is already done. But thanks. Gotham. (laughs) But he goes through an entire mall killing people. I think that would have made the news. It's Gotham. (laughs) It's Gotham and it's Christmas Eve. So even, again, our ratio of ethical journalists and ethical cops, like none of those people are, or they are working and they're actually super busy with other crimes or all the crime. I'm just saying, unless they were nearby, it's Gotham. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, and that's why they knew if we pay somebody enough and get somebody to handle this tonight. It's not coming back on us. That's the course of action. They're trying to track down this Santa. What's funny though, is that at first while Santa's going on his rampage, while Bob Smurd is going on his rampage, they're just tracking down every Santa they can find. And luckily Tommy has a Geiger counter so he can check to see, okay, you know, we got nothing. Let this guy go sort of thing. But I oh, kind yeah. of reading this for the first time, I was thinking, oh, he's just going to leave a trail of Santas. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he was responsible. He actually was yeah. like, it's like, this ain't him. This ain't him. But it's like once they do come in contact with Bob Smurd, it's very obvious to them that it's like, oh, we don't even really need this counter because that's what a radioactive Santa looks like. Mm-hmm. It's like the, the radioactivity is like pulsating off of him and everything he touches and everything around him is on fire or exploding. So just, you know, some Santa on the street who is, you know, ringing a bell early on, they probably look back at that one and go, yeah, how can we ever think that guy might've been the radioactive Santa? This is one radioactive Santa. It's kind of nice. I remember for Christmas, I love that his glowing, like the green glowing with the red suit. It's a whole look. It is definitely a look. It is definitely a look. Yeah. But also the the image from the cover for the individual issue that in the trade, it's like a splash page at the beginning 
of them making a Santa on the street uh, take a yeah. little 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 taste yeah, of the yeah. god. I'm looking at it right now on my screen too, and uh, that yeah. is probably my favorite image from the whole book. That's it's, definitely a cover that you couldn't do today. It's so it is so hitman. I can't even. And again, this was in a comic book from how long ago? 1997. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the people who talk about how we have to say season's greetings or holiday, whatever, they literally put a gun into Santa's mouth on the cover of issue one for this. Or yeah. like the issue 22. 22, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, no, it is It is crazy. It kind of sets, it sets the tone, letting you know that this is definitely not going to be a cheery, festive story. But oddly enough, though, when I was reading it, there are moments where you do kind of feel festive and cheery. Like when you first see Tommy and Nat at the bar and it's, you know, it's all the usual cast of characters drinking at the bar. And there's there's multiple, like, it's not actual work parties. It's the people who keep drinking after the office party behind them in the bar. It's the messiest people. They're my people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got three guys, you got three guys doing the whole, uh, trying to get their arm around and touch the other side of their face gag to see like who can do it the fastest and then the other ones will have to drink and stuff like that. It really looks like a raucous time. I didn't check to see, but I feel like the first page of them at the bar, I'm sure that John McRae has drawn in a cameo of somebody. I just don't know who, like not somebody famous, but somebody that they probably knew. But like I didn't, I I couldn't find any information on it. But yeah, it is actually a really cool festive shot. And then when you get in closer on Tommy and Nat and they're talking, you do kind of feel like, oh, you know, this is kind of like a fun kind of moment. Then you get to see the the nuns and the orphans singing at St. Killian's Orphanage. That's festive. So there are moments in this that are actually genuine festive moments. It's just... Yeah. You turn the next page and there's guns and death. That's all. Yeah. And, and Batman kicking in teeth as he does on a Christmas Eve. So <laughs> we, we get our, our, our grounding in Gotham here as well. But it's like any kind of Hitman book. It's the more ground level, dirty, but entertaining part of the city. It's again, it's New York before the Disneyfication of Times Square. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, it it's definitely that. And uh, when it comes to, to the actual face-off with the radioactive Santa, they do like a little comedy introduction of like their Geiger counter suddenly goes crazy. And the next thing you know, crazy radioactive Santa is smashing through their car, trying to touch them. So they have to speed up, hit a wall, and shoot him off. He smashed into another wall that still didn't take him out. So then they run him over with the car. And they smash him into the wall a bunch of times, and then they go in for the kill. The other thing I forgot to mention is that the entire story, throughout the entire story, there are panels that kind of have like a Twas the Night Before Christmas, Visit from St. Nicholas type poem narrating the tale. And in the point where they're finally face-to-face with with Bob Smurd, and he's like saying to them, no, guys, I'm sorry, you know, it's really hard this time of year and everything like that. He goes, I've seen things people wouldn't believe and all that. <laughs> the narration, the the storytelling actually says, like it, it references Blade Runner and saying that it's Rutger Hauer at the end of Blade Runner, but they're still going to kill him. And I just thought that was funny as hell. 
And I, I love that now you get even more and now why I love him. And you, in any other comic book, this guy's like begging for his life, pleading with them. If you've never read another Hitman comic, you might think, oh, they might let him go. And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, no. Even my first time through, I knew he wasn't going to make it past the next panel. Yeah. And then, yeah. yeah, it ends off, of course, to them at the bar. They finally, because of the money they made, they were able to go and buy Christmas gifts for everybody and they buy gifts for each other. And there's a nice throwback to the beginning of the issue when they're sitting at the bar, when they're talking about Tommy's love life and how he's, uh, he's dating an ex cop. And yeah, that asks him, it's like, oh, does she still have the uniform? And he's like, it's like, yeah, maybe I've never asked her. And he's like, did you ask to put it on? And so, Tommy's all kind of like pissed at that joke early. At the end of the time, Matt buys him a present and it's like a junior cop police badge kit that you'd buy at like a dollar store. <laughs> and he's like, you bastard. Chase is about Why I oughta. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my favorite choice is, so we see the guy ble- pleading for his life. We see them both just unload their hand cannons. Like, yeah, cool story, bro. We want that 10K for Christmas Eve so we can buy presents and continue to drink at the one bar we go to all the time. You see the POV of Santa when they finally decide to shoot him. And that fits with pretty much every comic, even though, again, this is Hitman. So you already have profanity, etc. But what they decide to do is they cut back to just the the corpse shell of the partially legless irradiated riddled with bullet hole santa for the second last panel mm-hmm. one of the most hitman choices for a christmas issue ever yeah and it kind of is like when you read the the uh the narration that goes along with it it's very much garth and is saying listen i'm not crazy about christmas either but you know what sucks is people at christmas who just make it all about them and complain and are sad and are grinches and so he's basically saying you know if you keep that up you might end up get two in the back of the head for your troubles. So don't be an asshole at Christmas time. The moral of the story is don't be an asshole. Yeah, it's the sh- let people enjoy things. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Which is just funny to me because, you know, I think about Garth Ennis and so many times that he's willing to rain on somebody's parade. That's the moment that he took like, hey, let's let's not rain on people's parades here, eh, guys? Let them have their fun, which I thought was, you know, an interesting take. Yeah, this one is, it's beautiful, grotesque. The irradiation of people is super disgusting. I love it. So especially for you listeners that if you like a zombie type book, you you get to see the flesh melt off people's bones in some of these panels as uh, Evil Santa grabs them and does his version of naughty and nice spoiler everyone's naughty for him uh so it's a great book the the general sort of like this is the dive bar but make it christmas i do like how there are a few moments especially the singing with the children of the orphanage that you're like is this a human comic (laughs) but then it it goes right back to their regular vibe yeah yeah Yeah. exactly that's like that's what i was saying before is that there are moments of christmas cheer in here the other thing i like about it is for a christmas comic if you've never read a hitman story before you can pick up this one issue you get a complete beginning to end story 
you get a feel for the characters. It's actually like back in the day when people talked about the jumping on point in a series, back when it was very much about like, what's the best entryway into this now? Because I can't go back, say I can't go back and buy issue one. Because again, 90s, 97, there were no digital comics. If you missed out on the first year of Hitman and you hadn't gotten the, maybe the trade cost too much, you might want to just jump in on a regular issue. This would be a great issue to jump in on. Because it gave you gives you the feel of the characters, but it doesn't throw you off with continuity that you need to know beforehand. And definitely, it, yeah, it's a lot of fun. The other thing I also like is that it shows in just one quick dialogue exchange, Tommy's code is like because he is given a contract that he doesn't take, and he turns it down specifically because the guy that wanted him to kill the person. Only wanted him to kill the person because he was annoyed that this other person turns into a werewolf. And he's like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna kill somebody because once a month they turn into a dog and shit on the floor. You know? It's like, he doesn't take, it would have been an easy job because he would have been killing him before the, before he turned, before he became a werewolf. But he's like, no, that's, that's not what I'm doing here. You know? Listen listeners depending on what your body does once a month we can all make a bigger mess <laughs> exactly exactly so yeah so i thought it did a really good job of showing off the character without weighing you down with continuity yeah it is a very fun issue and as i said there is there are moments of christmas cheer here but for the people that don't want the full-on christmas cheer it's like there's some moments of blood and everything and for people that are a grinch you can read this and you'll realize, hey, maybe I shouldn't be an asshole to other people. And the the rhymey wimey nightmare before Twas the Night yeah. storytelling device, it did make me remember right, Etrigan. Oh God. <laughs> I know. But they didn't use the crazy font, but they did have sort of the yellow background and it just I wonder if Whoever the whoever's are DC who would be the oh we'll ask this person to help with the etrigan stuff with the kind of rhymy iambic pentameter energy for his speech. I mean, I kind of love the idea of uh whoever in the office was more trained in the classics being like, So here's the story. Um uh we also need we've got most of it roughed out. We got finish it we just want like a good rhyme for like gets two in the back of the head uh <laughs> no see i i i, I definitely don't think that Etrigan ever rhyming. i don't yeah. think Etrigan popped into anybody's mind because i don't think he popped in anyone's mind but mine but i'm yeah. just wondering if whoever in the office was the person who helps with Etrigan uh rhyming yeah, I don't I don't think that Genesis. Garth Ennis yeah. like contacted anybody. I think he just wrote his poem and didn't give a thought about Etrigan because again, Garth Ennis, known superhero and super character hater. Like, hell, that's why in the Hitman story alone, he was forced to put in a superhero. He said, I was going to pick Green Lantern, not because I like him, because I think he's the stupidest one of all. I think he But not just any Green Lantern, Kyle. Well, Kyle was the one available at the time. It was, yeah. 90s, it was the 90s, right? Mid-90s. But I think Arthenis looking at an Etrigan, the demon, he'd be like, fuck no. Fuck no, I'm not going to put him in this book. So I don't think Etrigan even crossed his mind. 
I loved it. I I know. I know you love Etrican. Yeah. I know that seeing those yellow text blocks made you think of Etrican's yellow face. Mm-hmm. I understand. I'm just saying Garth Ennis, not the type of guy who would be influenced by Etrican. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but at some point, we'll do an Etrican story because I don't want to rain on your parade. There we That's, go. We don't have to. Okay. Okay, good, because I don't want to do that. No. All right, well, we've come to the end of this week's episode. Stay tuned for next week's episode when we talk more Christmas stuff, this time of the Marvel variety, and we get more Christmassy things because it's the month of December, folks. It's Christmas time, or it's whatever you celebrate time. or if Mariah Carey season, I think, is it's fairly inclusive. Yeah, she thawed out of the ice just in time to... Uh, to bring in her season. So there we go. There we go. So maybe, maybe more on that next week. But for now, Tula, where can the good folks find you? At inatif.com on social things at Obesa Kantawit, O B E S A C A N T A V I T, and here with you. Of course, you can find everything I do over on geekcardshow.com. Follow me on Twitter at Geekard, follow me on Instagram at Andrew underscore of underscore geek underscore card. Follow this very show on Facebook at Backstreet Bloodbath where we post a new episode every week. But the easiest way to make sure you don't miss an episode is to subscribe to us on your podcasting platform of choice. And while you're there, give the greatest gift of all. Leave a five-star rating and review. Now, folks, as this Hitman 22 issue says, don't be a Grinch. Don't be a Scrooge. Just, you know, just chill this holiday season. If the holidays aren't your thing, that's fine. Just kick back and relax then. That's all you gotta do. Don't fuck it up for anybody else, folks. That's all we're asking for. In the meantime, keep your unit on you. This has been Back to Your Bloodbath. I've been Andrew Young. I've been Tony. Have yourself a good... <laughs>